everybody, and thanks for listening to Poke Bear Podcast. We've got a good episode for you today. Be sure to give us a follow at Poke T Bear on Twitter and at Instagram at Poke underscore T underscore Bear. Thanks for listening, everybody. What up? How much, dude? What's going on? Not a whole lot. Just uh, perusing these articles and whatnot. Yeah, dude, I don't know why I can't find that one I was talking about a second ago. But it was kind of it was kind of interesting because it was you sent the thing about you sent the article from Reuters about um, Biden meeting with all these all these cats in NATO, all these mm-hmm. like, European countries about uh, maintaining the sanctions and whatnot. And literally the same time you sent me that, I was I saw the one that I found where they were talking about how they don't know how much longer you know, this certain block of European countries can can stand it because some ridiculous amount like thirty percent of all their energy comes from Russia. Yeah, through the through the various uh, pipelines, like Nordstrom mm-hmm. One, Nordstrom Two. I believe there's another one. Yeah, because the Nordstroms come through this, uh, like through the um, the sea that's like next to Finland and Norway. Mm-hmm. They come out of Russia and then come down into like what is like it like the Baltic? Yeah, like Latvia and Poland and then come down into Germany. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was kinda of interesting because it wasn't that what I mean no one's talked about it recently, but wasn't that the whole deal with the it wasn't like the turkey cutter pipeline? It was gonna it was gonna come from it was gonna come up from the like North yeah. Africa or whatever or no, 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 that one was Europe. that one was coming from one that was going through Turkey was like going through Syria down. Oh, okay, that's right. Um, but it was like the, I it believe was, up it was through the, the Turkey like, cutter. Yeah, like up through the Black Sea. I believe. Oh, okay. I think you're right. I think you're right. But I mean, that's from man. That was like some like 2016 stuff. Yeah. So yeah, like the article that we're talking about that's on Reuters is a. Uh, it's from five hours ago, but Biden will announce joint action on. Reducing Europe's reliance on Russian oil and gas per the White House. And um, basically says that Jake Sullivan said Tuesday that uh, the uh, President Biden will uh, announce a joint action on enhancing European energy security and reducing its dependence on Russian oil and natural gas. And he's traveling to Europe to meet with the G7. That's all it says, but it's alluding to what you talked about where um, it's they got to get it from somewhere. So we're either going to increase production and sell it to them or they're going to find another way. Yeah. Someone's got to do it, whether it's yeah. Saudi Arabia or Venezuela or Iran or someone's got to do it. Yeah. So something interesting that um, I have to go back to a paper. I literally, I just wrote for, for, um, for something, but uh, basically what, what I had done in my research, it was actually on Reuters as well, was that when the um, sanctions hit, and we only we, we don't get that much gas, or we don't get that much oil, we being the United States from Russia. Um, I think it's something like nine percent. I might be off on that. Anyways, yeah, I think I saw eight um, or nine percent. Yeah, but when the sanctions hit and we stopped allowing companies to import fossil fuels from Russia, the oil companies that do have drilling rights in the United States actually mm-hmm. actually shut down rigs. Instead of producing mm-hmm. more, they turned them off completely, like shut them down. Because they didn't have anywhere to send it? I don't know if it was because they didn't have anywhere to send it, which would, it would make sense if we bring in 9% and then you shut them down, you'd think that you'd want to increase production, not reduce it. I don't know if they're like mechanical issues or whatever, but one of the articles I read essentially alluded to the fact that they, it was, it was, uh, the article was done through the eyes of like an econ- uh, economist. Mm-hmm. And essentially what he was alluding to was, you know, it doesn't make sense that we need more because we're not allowing the influx so like supply and demand is still the same there's not you know the equilibrium's off right because the normal supply is not there so you have to meet that supply 
or they're going to charge more because there's less of a supply. Right. And they they turned basically what he's going to add is like they turn these rigs off to justify needing to increase the price because if you looked back, and I even think the president tweeted this of like a, a graphic. If you look back at previous times, the a barrel of oil was the same price that it is is now. Gas was like sixty cents cheaper mm-hmm. than it is right now. So basically what this guy was alluding to is they're shutting oil rigs off to justify the increase in price. Basically the price gouging is what he was getting at. Mm. Because I thought one of the major problems they're having over the last couple of years was that since with a lot of these like restrictions that have been going on, there's been lower demand. So they've been producing less oil too, or they've been producing less fuel. And now it's to the point now where it's like ramping back up. So they actually need them to ramp up supply because over the last two years, they've actually reduced production because the need was lower. I'm I'm not, I'm just saying like, that's that's something that's like this all kind of all happened at one time as they li- as like all the COVID stuff was happening. This war, the war kicked off, so like all these things happened at once. So that was like part of the issue as well. I'm not saying that that's like the, the only issue. That was just something I had, I had read. Yeah, I'm sure it's, it's an extremely complex problem set to navigate through. It's not you know like one factor or another factor. It's everything put together. I don't know, man. I heard I see on Facebook that everything's just people being greedy. There's nothing, nothing policies and anything else has anything to do with it. Well, yeah, I mean, so it's you know at the end of the day, you're not going to hurt someone's bottom line, you know. Right. And it's just like everything else, you know, these these people are beholden to their shareholders. Mm-hmm. And as soon as it's just like with um these pharmaceutical companies that developed these vaccines, right? They got a enormous spike in revenue, right? From the federal government funding them to do the research and, and to buy all the shots. Mm-hmm. Well then, you know, it's, it's not a coincidence that all these companies are also, you know, recommending third, fourth boosters that aren't covered by the federal government because then they're double dipping, because the insurance companies are paying for the booster shots. Right. So, they, I mean, now they have a new, you know, standard to meet in terms of what their shareholders are expecting. They have to meet that and maintain that because mm-hmm. no one likes, you know, no one likes to be in, in, you know, in the red. So it's the same thing for all these oil companies, all that stuff. They're, they're not going to take the hit because they can, you know, shovel that, um, you know, burden off to the consumer and they know that they're going to get what they want because people need that. They need gas to, to live. Yeah. I mean, we need it for all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Everything. I guess. Oh, and that's kind of funny too, because I actually just saw on AP about an hour ago, a story about concerns of another variant of coronavirus. I saw that like the BA2 variant. It's just, Mm -hmm. It's it's whatever, man. Like I think some people are trying to hold on to it, and then other people are just now that they have two thirds of all cases in the U.S. are Omicron. Yeah, they're just over. I think people are just over, including the media. I think they're just keeping it around, and they're going. It's going to be over here soon. Well, I just thought it was interesting that they 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 sat there and they got the both. I think it was both Pfizer and Moderna were going for the the approved for the the booster, mm-hmm. the fourth booster, and then yeah. Today, there's like, oh, here's this big story about they're worried about another variant. It's like, dude, when are, we, when are, you, when are you just going to call it? Like, this thing's endemic, and we just have to start treating it kind of similar to the, the seasonal flu. Yeah, they, they're going to have to, like, some, come up with therapeutics, not... Um, but they are, and they are as well, so... Yeah. I think uh, Pfizer and Merck are both have, both have things coming out. Uh, yeah, they're both under EUA right now. Um, some of the countries have pretty much, it's not even pretty much, they've realized this is endemic and they're just going to let people live their lives and you got to figure out a way to treat it. 
but there, there was like dozens of countries doing that. Even even a bunch of European countries were doing that back in the fall. Uh, yeah, there's I think uh, there's a couple countries. I think maybe Sweden was one of them. Mm-hmm. There was a couple countries that just like never institute bans. They're like, yep, this is going to run its course to the population no matter what we do, and yeah, we're just going to let it ride. I think I think like even Japan was like one of those countries that did it early on. They're like, yep, we're pretty much this is a thing now. Yeah, they were also doing stuff, you know, prescribing people ivermectin and some other shit, not pres- like giving it to people and some other stuff that's taboo yeah because i think that's where all like all the stuff like hydroxychloroquine was coming out of like korean stuff like in Uh, 2020 yeah Yeah, i think it was there india and uh japan i think china even even used it yeah i don't know i'd have to go back and read about all that I i remember like i remember seeing stuff on it but not but regardless like that's we're over all that stuff we got the We had to Omicron. We're past all that. Exactly. It's, it was like uh, uh, the hurricane season, right? Like how mm. far down the alphabet are you going to get before hurricane season's over? We got yeah. the Omicron. <laughs> yep. Before the COVID was over. Yeah. Making moves. It's time to... I mean, do, I mean, we dealt with it for like two years. And if you yeah. can't... So... If you aren't doing things... If you're not doing like preventive care stuff, at what point do you start doing it? Yeah, I'm, I'm curious, um, like, through the course of a normal just, you know, cold season, how many times just the common cold mutates, you mm-hmm. know, because, you know, everyone gets the sniffles at least once, you know, when it starts to get cold and, you know, the, you know, the temp, the climate starts not climbing, like the seasons change, everyone gets a little sick um, every year. I wonder how many times just the normal cold mutates and you just yeah. don't hear about it. Cause it's... even, even the seasonal flu like changes every year. It's not the same, yeah. the same virus every year. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm curious. I'm this is just something I've been meaning to look up, but I just haven't. Yeah. We need to find, we need to find like a friend who's a virologist. Yeah. These old suckers need to show up. Yeah, we need we need to find someone that's on that. Hmm. Who's gonna Who's gonna be there for that? You guys, Kirstie's got to know somebody that's into that. I don't think she. Maybe I doubt she's not very into that stuff though. Oh, I just might <laughs> like have some nurse homie or. Oh yeah, someone that's actually interested in that. Mm-hmm. Like yo, do more. Well, do like be even, smart. like every hospital has biologists like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just like she doesn't so, work with any. I'm gonna look them up on YouTube. Not YouTube. I'm gonna start looking them up on uh, LinkedIn. There you go. Uh, the ones that are allowed to be allowed to still be uh, on there. Yeah. The ones that we'll haven't see. been uh, banned. Yo, speaking of, have you seen the shit with the Babylon Bee? Uh, well, they they got the getting Twitter banned. Account. Their Twitter account got shut down for talking about the, the uh, yeah, yeah the the cat from Pennsylvania who's what's her name? I don't know. I don't know her name. She's the um, secretary of public health or something. Yeah she she was in she was in she was doing that for the state of Pennsylvania. Now she's in the she's administration. In DC. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, can't remember her name. Um, I don't remember her name either, but yeah. So they post that thing saying that she was uh, man of the year, which I mean, Jeez. come on, come on, I can't like you can't we just come on, people. Like I get it, what you're what you're saying, but we, you can't do that stuff, you know. Um, however, they're out there. Swinging at the fence, they're trying. They're going for it. Yeah, and so they put that up there, um, and then they got flagged. And the editor in chief has been saying stuff. He's been essentially going to, you know, the thumb war with Twitter, saying they're not going to mm-hmm. take it down. If Twitter wanted to take it down, they could. This is just you know them 
forcing people to bend the knee. They're like, yeah, you know what? We're not doing this. And then they ban the editor in chief today. Oh, uh, so, Rachel Levine. Ah, yeah. Yeah, so they like literally banned the editor in chief today, though. Is that the 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 Dylan guy or whatever? Um, I, yeah. I saw the I, I saw the story. Someone was talking about it on on Twitter, but I didn't really look into it. I, just, I knew they were going at they went after her, but yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, it's definitely interesting. That's for sure. You poke the hive, and sometimes it has, yeah, sometimes they, it gets stung. Yeah, they locked it for a hateful content. Is what yeah, they said. I did see that, and I think their what their argument was that they're they're a public figure. Can't is that I, what they said? I think they're. I think that was like their argument. Oh, good luck with that. They, they are like a political figure. Yeah, I can't remember. Bro, good luck with that. They literally like they took the president of the United States, a sitting president, mm-hmm. off the fucking the platform. You think that just because you're a a news agency or a, 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 a satire, a, a satire, yeah, that you're opinion. gonna that you're gonna be able to stay. Yeah, I mean they've been going hard. I mean they start off being kind of like the uh, the like the homey Christian onion or whatever, and then I mean they've been going at they've been going at it for like two, yeah, they, three years they've been now. they've been on fire. For a little bit, though. Yeah. Like, on fire. It's been pretty easy for them, though. They've been yeah. just, like, giving them layups. Yeah, I can't remember the last time. I think I, I think I see their stuff. I still see their stuff on Facebook, but I don't, I don't see as much of their stuff. When, they, oh. when the election stuff was going on, people were sharing it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I see as much now that people aren't sharing stuff as much. Sharing all their their stories as much. Yeah. I only see it whenever people send it to me on um, Instagram, usually like the screenshot of their, yeah, uh, their article. That's the only time I see it. I don't, I definitely don't go seek that stuff out. That's for sure. Yeah. They're pretty good. Some of their stuff is pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, speaking of like bringing up that subject of like transgender and stuff, um, Mm -hmm. I sent you another article. It's pretty interesting, especially, you know, I'm getting ready to have second little girl. You have a mm-hmm. little girl, but uh, the Utah, so a couple of states now have thrown up legislation. A few states have passed it, essentially banning you know, transgender girls from competing in girls' sports. So, like, um, who, are the, who are the states that have actually done it? So South like, Dakota did it. Yeah, um, some of the states like Texas signed it, Alabama signed it, Mississippi, Iowa signed bills, um, but the Utah governor was like, "Nah, dog, we're not doing this." Um, he said that uh, I don't know if you read the article or not. No, but, I haven't. I haven't read the full. Yeah, the full article. Yet. I did see the one about the uh, the follow-up about DeSantis deciding who the real national champion was, but yeah, that one's dumb. <laughs> like, we can, yeah, we can talk about that, but. Um, essentially what this guy though said that governor of Utah said he would, he would invite basically he's, 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 well, he doesn't, he says like, Hey man, I'm down with, um, something that safeguards girls athletics. And he goes, but, but right now there's only four of these cases in the entire state. He yeah. said, I'd favor measures that would protect the in- and quote the integrity integrity of women's sports while also allowing some participation by transgender youth. But he's like, but there's only four transgender students transgender students in high school sports in Utah. So And they're probably not all in the same sport either. Uh, probably not. I can see I can see it obviously from like a father's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like taking for instance the the swimming thing is all hot and heavy because mm-hmm. She like she obviously won the NCAA the, championship when she was subpar. Leah Thomas, yeah, from she was subpar when she was on the men's swim team. Now she's a national champion 
when mm-hmm. she's a in the on the women's team, and then the set, so like I guess the top sixteen go to compete. Um. Uh, and so the number seventeen person was an Olympian, mm-hmm. like, and she was number seventeen, so she didn't go, but she was an Olympian. So it's just like you know, what are we, what are we doing? But, yeah, I saw it. She was. It's the. Uh, I think he's a writer, Pat Ford. I think it was like his daughter who was. She was part of the like a relay team in Tokyo, maybe. Uh, I'd have to go back and look. So she was. Saw... She's a senior at Stanford, and then she's a senior at Stanford. I did. I did see that because I saw a story where he released. I think they they did a. I've seen people talk about it. Yeah, and she, she basically came out and said she would be up for inclusive areas. I think the one thing that de- that people definitely need to realize when it kind of comes to stuff too, though, is like you said, like the governor of Utah said, there's four of these cases in his entire state. How many cases yeah. are in South Dakota or Iowa or, I mean, even, even in a more pot, like even like a mildly populous state, like North Carolina. I mean, there's probably yeah. more of it in, in a place like Texas, just because there's so many people in Texas or California or Florida, but it's like how, how many people is this really affecting? But we say that because it's not affecting, you know, like it's not affecting your daughter, it's not affecting mine. They're too young, right? But if we were, if the shoe was on the other foot, and we were one of these parents, like let's say, like here, here's an example, like let's say that, um, like someone's daughter is. We'll say this isn't this isn't high school. We'll stay in high school. Right. Someone's daughter's a rock star soccer player, mm-hmm. right? And she is she's you know starts playing her freshman year. She's uh, you know really good on offense. She's a striker. Scores a lot of goals. Um, uh, and then she does really well her freshman year. Does really well her sophomore year, and then her junior year. You know, whenever you're getting primed for those high school, you know, for scholarship offers, right? Mm-hmm. She, because I know, you know, we both know how the recruiting circuit works. It starts early, but they really start honing on you like that sophomore, junior, senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's getting ready to hit that prime earning potential in terms of getting scholarships. And then let's say a guy from the men's soccer or the boys' soccer team in the high school who is, not playing, not starting. It's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they like transition and then, you know, take the scroll off the playing field and dominate. Now she loses out on a scholarship opportunity because she's never on the field mm-hmm. because, you know, there's someone that's men are just more powerful. They're faster. They're stronger than, than girls are. And he just, you know, takes over her position and then dominates. And now she loses out on a college scholarship opportunity and her family can't afford to send her to college. And so now, you know, that's a generational change in trajectory on what that girl could have done. So that's probably an extreme case, but that's just an example of like, that'd be a super shitty place to be in if you were the parent of, of that in that situation. Oh yeah, I agree hundred percent. If that was if that was the case, I mean that would be that'd be tough for anybody. Um, I guess the the other thing too is I don't know if there's any, and I'd have to look that up. I'm not sure, but I don't know if there's any states that would let you just. Although I know I don't know the whole story behind. Like I remember a couple of years ago when they were talking about the track, the the track situation in yeah. Connecticut. Yep, the two the two uh, athletes in Connecticut. Yeah, I actually did a paper on that. Um, had school. they had they like, what was the actual status of like their transition? Were they actually going through the like the hormonal or so? All my research didn't really get into that. Um, I, I don't know the answer, and I don't want to say. I right. think I I think I remember, yeah, but we, I don't want to. I mean, we don't have to speculate or anything. I'm not. Yeah, I was just. I guess what I was getting at was, I don't know how many states would just allow someone to say 
hey, I transitioned. I'm a girl now. I can do this. As opposed to, I feel like most of the things I've seen where people, you know, write about it, states require at least a year of being on whatever, like the cross-sex hormone is or whatever, or being removed from it. Like, and I think the, like the, the, the Leah Thomas from, I think they said yeah. that she had done it for like two years or two and a half years, regardless through, she'd already been through, um, like puberty as a male. So that's a whole, yeah. that's a whole other Just... issue than, you know, what I'm saying is like, if someone in high school, for for that to take place typically they would have had to start that process as a freshman themselves you know so i'm not i'm I'm just saying like it i'm not aware of any situation where it's just like one day they're on the men's team they're practicing they're like man this isn't working i'm just gonna go um if that was the case i think that would be a really big problem though for sure and i think if that was the case i think anyone would have the right to be upset yeah I i think that the big issue is the fact like you can just look at the podium for the Leah Thomas stuff and just see the physical difference, even yeah. with that giant, um, you know, jacket on, you can right. just see the difference. And I mean, that, that's some stuff the NCAA. So the NCAA is actually a really awkward spot, and I think they have um, very because oh, we were watching the NCAA wrestling tournament. Mm-hmm. They have very subtly given their stance and their hands are kind of tied. So right. because they receive federal funding for right. student athletes, they are not allowed to discriminate on any basis of sex at all. Right. That includes this. So they like, even if they, they you'd have to change the, like the federal law in order for them to change their rules. Mm-hmm. So they're they're doing 100% the right thing. Whether or not people agree with it morally is another question. But in terms of the law, it's, it appears like they're doing the right thing. It also seems like it might – the only way that they would be able to do anything with it is if somebody had – and I don't even know if they have the ability to do this, but like themselves, if, if like an individual would have to do it, have like some kind of Title IX suit maybe for them to even really look into it. But – yeah, so there. So, whenever I was doing the research for the paper, it got really hot and heavy into Title IX, and obviously, I'm not a fucking mm-hmm. lawyer, but but right. basically, what it broke down to is the the definition of sex is directly related to who's in office. So, whatever party is in power essentially defines what sex means. And so when this became a real big issue, because like the first time it became an issue was under the Obama administration and they defined like, hey, like sex is what you identify as. Now it's on your birth certificate kind of thing. It was in a second term that this happened. And this is all part of the research I did. So this I can speak to a little bit, at least with the Connecticut scenario, because because that's what like the parents filed lawsuits and they went the Title IX route. And so. Then when the, the Trump administration came, they went to a more traditional definition of sex. And now the Trump, now that you know Biden's in office and it's back to Democrats, they are back. Everything's basically back to the Obama era. Right. That's, so, ba- that's his whole administration is based like a bunch of Obama era people. Exactly. So, so that's where like the title, the Title Nine stuff. It it just depends on. Mm-hmm. Which parties run in the country, essentially? That's interesting. I didn't even know it no. came. I didn't even know they had the ability to to do that. Well, it's, yeah, it's how they interpret it, right? And so I don't know if that changes now because of the way the Supreme Court is. It, you know, is that tied to like the Department of Education? They get to make that. That I don't know. That would be like is it, it might is be that, is that like a change the one like Trump took over that that's some, like. It's Betsy DeVos. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that might be part of it because, I mean, they, they grant federal funding as, you know. Wow. But. It's really interesting. But, it, but I don't, I don't know if any of those cases made it to the Supreme Court or if the Supreme Court decided not to weigh in on those cases. But 
it'd be interesting if one of those cases, like if if any of these girls that got you know in the swim meet that didn't mm-hmm. win, that would have won or would have competed, if they decide to sue and go the federal route, I don't think they have a leg to stand on unless they get to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court decides to weigh in on it and then they define sex as XYZ because right now, and obviously they would be skewed probably one way because the conservatives have the 6-3 advantage. So, oh, I don't even know about that because they don't, they, they'd, if there's like a, if there's no precedent on it, precedence, precedence, I don't even know what they would, if they would even take it. Yeah, I don't think, or well, if, and then whatever was said is that would probably be what dictates what they decide to do. So if there was a case that was similar to this down the, you know, previously that did go, go that route, because I mean, that's the thing like, they don't actually make law or anything or like actually rule. They just say, Hey, does it, does this have, has this happened before? No, they, they're, have... they're still interpreting the law though. Right. Exactly. But that's what, no, that's what I'm saying. Like if, but if there's nothing that, if it's not come up previously, they. I'm just saying, like, if there's if they don't have anything to stand on for it, they're not gonna. Well, they could take Title IX and then make their interpretation interpretation of Title IX based off how it's written, mm-hmm. and say, hey, based off of how Title IX is written, we believe we, it's this. We, you know, like we like this is our position, you know, and like they write their position on it. And then do their vote or whatever, like the Supreme Court's kind of do. I think the difficult part would be is as it made it through, especially up in Connecticut, as it made it through the court circuits, mm-hmm. there would be opinions, you know, and rulings. And right. then you'd either have to side with whatever, you know, the, whatever the federal circuit court is up in the New England area, they'd either side or overrule some sort of, that would be the precedence, right? And they'd be right. like, hey, this federal circuit court judge is either right or wrong mm-hmm. based off our interpretation of title nine. So it'd, it'd be interesting to, to see if they would take up something like that. Yeah. I imagine it's going to become a bigger deal. Yeah. There would have to be like an existing case. It's already, yeah. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. I mean, especially right now, I don't know if they're in any shape to want to <laughs> take on anything. Yeah. They'll probably wait till, um, the, you know, the nominees confirmed and then is let this, the it, guy oh. retire. Who's the the nominee? Is her name uh, was it was it Jackson or yeah um, Jackson? Okay, she um she had her confirmation hearing today. I mean she's she's gonna get approved. Um, I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I'm gonna butcher her first name, so I'm not gonna say it. But yeah, just uh, future justice uh, Jackson. Her her first name is spelled uh, K E T A N. J.I. Well, I think they had just, I think a lot of these same people that are in office right now have already, they already approved her for her previous position the last couple of years. So that's what's weird about all this stuff, right? Like all these nominees, that's, that's why like the, you know, the, the two Trump nominees, Kavanaugh and um, Amy Coney Barrett, mm-hmm. that's why it was such a, I wish that people had the attention span or had the patience to go look stuff up or even the Merrick Garland stuff before that. Exactly. Cause you could just go and look and say, Oh, all these people that are doing the spectacle on national television voted in favor of this person and become a federal judge to begin with mm-hmm. because the president appoints federal judges. Like it's just, what do you, what, what are we doing? You know, like, it's, this is all for, it's all grandstanding. And most of them have already clerked for other SCOTUSes. Yeah, it's it's all for, dude, it's all grandstanding. It's all political theater. It's in people's attention spans are just not long enough to just sit down on the phone that they're already, you know, finger banging mm-hmm. to, to look some stuff up. It's, it's like, come on. Yeah, I, I, have, I have full disclosure. I haven't even paid any attention to that whole hearing. I, I just assume she was nominated. I'm, I don't see any. I haven't seen anything crazy that says that she shouldn't be nominated. 
I'm sure they're I'm sure they're bringing stuff up in their yeah. in their meetings, mm. but yeah, like the, of course, like one side's going to be a bunch of softballs, the other side's going to be, you know, they're going to go try to dig stuff up. No one's going to like one side's not going to ask real questions. The other side's going to ask polarized mm-hmm. questions. They think their constituents want them to hear, which that's a whole other you know can of worms. It's just like you're you're your constituents and your base are two different things. So like the people you represent as a congressman or a senator, it includes the people that didn't vote for you. Right. So so like your, your base is one thing. And if you want to pander to your base, that's one thing, but you need to vote in line. That's like what Munchkin's doing. Like you Munchkin's doing. You have to vote in line with what you're, constituents want not with what your base wants right and i think people get those two things confused um because they're worried about getting getting reelected, especially in congress right especially when most of these politicians don't even get their money from their from their their no. state it all comes from like out of state yeah or foreign or from <laughs> PACs or yeah it's 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 all really really dirty yeah i need to pay them more so they don't need pack money. Twenty one percent raise, dog. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Hey, you know what? Gas prices seven dollars a gallon in San Francisco. Nancy Pelosi's probably just sitting there thinking, Man, I can't afford seven dollars a gallon. I'm only worth a hundred million dollars. No, she's she's probably she's probably hype. She's probably super hyped. Didn't you, she just took out her and her husband just took out like a huge option on Tesla. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> she's like a big investor in Tesla. Well yeah. Well stock so, stock anyway. She um someone uh there's some watchdog that watches their trading and it oh, was her unusual whales. Yeah, that's one of them. But mm-hmm. it was her this is right before the runoffs that happened with like Dave Alsloff and um, mm-hmm. the, the two candidates in Georgia where both Democrats won. But uh, it was that the one that was the stand in. I don't remember her name. She her she owns the Atlanta dream. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Loeffler, there were a couple. Yeah, I don't like remember. That. She's crazy. But there were a couple other people. Basically, there was something that came out during the pandemic right before and it was essentially like a pro Tesla legislation mm-hmm. and they watched after a hearing out of nowhere all these senators and stuff like shoveled a bunch of money into Tesla then Tesla stock went up to almost a grand mm-hmm. they, you know and then there was another one where they, a bunch of people I'm trying to remember, I think it was the energy like the energy committee went into a hearing like a closed door hearing came out a bunch of them sold off all their shit and then the everything tanked it's yeah like, dude, dude what the fuck how, yeah. how is this she not was, being investigated she was one of them that was she was a part of that too she was yeah, one of, she was all one dirty. of people that, like sold off a bunch of stuff when they came out of the meeting about corona yeah yep and then oh I think, I think a bunch of them after they got the uh the data on the vaccines invested in Pfizer and Moderna. So they're all, well, I'm sure they did the same thing with, with all the Ukraine stuff that, because that was like one of the stories that it was like, who's a, the Marjorie Taylor green girl. Yeah. They said, Oh, she went and bought a bunch of like Boeing or Northrop Grumman, whatever. She went and bought a bunch of defense stock or whatever. But I mean, at the same time, like I wonder how much of it is managed by a financial manager, and the financial managers are buying up a lot of the stuff. Yeah, but it's it's the uh, the timing of it all is oh, extremely so, suspect. Some is definitely blatant. I'm not saying I'm not saying yeah, it's not. And and so like those financial advisors, they still have to ask for permission before they do stuff, so they don't have blanket approval or just you know move your money around. They have to talk to you and get approval. So yeah, and they have to report it. Yes, that's why it's all public. Like they they have to report it, especially when you're moving around extremely large sums of money. So I, I, I haven't seen any stories on how much she bought or anything. 
but I'm sure like the the whale Twitter. I've, I've got to look it up. That she's a clown though. She's yeah. probably only going to do her two terms or her her, her single term. term. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. She. Yeah. I think that her and the uh, Bobert. Yeah, the one from Colorado. I think they're mm-hmm. going to be one, one and dones. They're just ridiculous. They're like the Republican squad, like AOC and um, I don't remember the other two, Omar and there's one more. The the squad. That's they're like yeah, the Republican the, duo. They're crazy. Uh oh, I had I just had it in my mind. Now I can't believe it. I want to press these one of them. Like, yeah, it's Omar, then, AOC, and then I guess yeah, I can picture her face. Lee, she, I think she's from like Michigan. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like four of them, but but yeah, that's what Green and what's her name? We said they're trying Laura, to be Bobert. Bobert or whatever. Yeah, they're they are the Republican trying, version of those. Trying people. to do the same thing. Yeah, they're like just yeah, they're like female QAnon shamans. They're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what all comes to, especially like the, what happens with this G7, G7 whenever he goes and talks about oil, if they're going to actually export oil out. Regardless, I think we need to kind of figure out this whole energy thing. Right. Got to figure it out. I think that a lot of people keep bringing up nuclear. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's because it takes forever to build those things. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's not just why there's at least not doing. It's like, hey, I got an idea. How about we just take one of these things? We'll put it out like in the middle of Nevada desert. Go put it out like in the Nevada test and training range in the middle of nowhere. Let's go pull one of these out there. See how it goes. I know you need water, so it's probably not a good place to put it. But you know, let's go put it somewhere secluded where you well, have everything you need. I don't even and, think it necessarily needs to be secluded. I think I think one of the reasons why it's popular, why they talk about it a lot now is because it's it's zero carbon. So instead oh. of saying, hey, relying on renewables, that's just kind of like the counterpoint. Well, we don't necessarily need to rely on renewables because we can use modern nuclear. And a lot of places do use, like, like France's I think they. I think like a, a pretty large portion of their power comes from it. And so yeah, did no, so did Germany's beforehand. Yeah, but I was more saying uh, because people are so worried about it because of the you know the, the meltdowns like Fukushima right. or Three Mile Island or Chernobyl things like that. Right. And then just but you could take one, build it in a secluded area, and just kind of show like these are the safety measures in place. Right. This is how technology is advanced. How about you guys let people that are smart do smart people things? Because even the, and you guys the, don't hold us back. the Fukushima one, the, the one in Japan that had the meltdown after the tsunami or, uh-huh. or the hurricane or whatnot, that, uh, was old. that was old too. So, you know, all, yeah, all these, of them are old. These are all happening in older facilities. But, and I think, so I think one of the other things too is that the ultimate goal shouldn't be to only use nuclear, it should just be. I think the whole point is that you should have lots of different types of energy. Yeah, so yeah, some portion of it diversified. Exactly. Some portion of it should be solar. Some of it should be wind. Some of it should be nuclear. Some of it should be natural gas. Some of it should be, I don't Bob, know. Yeah. I don't know what our capacity for geothermal or something like that is. Um, but even though they also need to start talking about what the actual downsides of some of these other these other uh, sources are because I mean, they all have, they all have downsides, whether it's Everything storage does. or capacity or, you know, I mean, do Texas, that was like one of the big things that was so funny. It's like, everyone's like ripping on Texas, but like, I think almost the core of their energy is actually wind. Yeah. I think it's a pretty, and I think one of yeah. the biggest issues they had was that they didn't, the turbines winterize, froze. they didn't winterize their wind. Yeah, the turbines literally froze. So, like, well, what do you had they, so had they done that, it might not have gone out at all. But, I mean, here, here, nor there. Well, I guess it's there somewhere. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure those people loved it. Yeah, but hey, you know, we could be 
you know, Germany's out there bur- like burning coal right now. So that's clean coal, dude. Don't you? Didn't you know? They have carbon capture on it. Exactly. Which clean is coal. also something that, you know, they should talk about. Hey, we can use carbon capture. Like we shouldn't, that shouldn't be the excuse for using it everywhere. But yeah, but I mean, even if you're not, everyone thinks, because I heard someone talk about carbon capture on a Jerry and he explained, you know, the, the mm-hmm. massive amounts you need to do to blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, how about this? How about you just like throw, I'm just making up numbers. Like, throw mm-hmm. a handful here, throw a handful there. Cause it's better than nothing. Like, like you said, you know, it's, it's like your stock options or like your retirement plan. You want to diversify yourself. You don't put all of your eggs in one basket. Cause when that company decides to go bankrupt, your retirement plan is also bankrupt. It's the same thing with all this alternative energy shit, right? You know, mm-hmm. you, you want to have multiple things that feed to one grid, mm-hmm. not one thing that when the fucking, when there's freezing rain and you don't winterize it because you don't think you're ever going to get freezing rain, your because whole grid it, goes because down. Because it happens once every 10 years. Exactly. It's funny, you got your 100 year storm twice in a decade. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, man, just diversify yourself. Stop being dumb. Right. But then they, they re, but part of the reason why they didn't have the allergies in the first, you know, storm of the century is because they were, they only had like, Six, it was like less than 10% of their energy came from wind at that time, but they had an initiative to increase it. So by the time it came around the next time, they had like doubled their capacity through through wind. Yeah, and just no one literally, it was probably some oversight. They were probably going through their budget in the state, and Abbott's like, We don't ever get snow. Mm-hmm. I don't have all terrain tires on this wheelie chair of mine. Like, I'm gonna, I, we don't need that shit. And they like, they just, they did put in the budget to winterize it and then but, it bit him in the ass. It's kind of funny because I wonder, I mean, obviously they all have to be what, like in like North or West Texas. I mean, obviously. Yeah. They're uh, they're like out by Amarillo. I mean like, dude, even Dallas gets basically the same weather that like Oklahoma city gets and they're, you know, only three hours apart, three hours apart. So, and that's like winter in Oklahoma is basically, ice so yeah they get like two or three ice storms a year yeah you get more ice than you do snow exactly whatever man it's all it's all super complicated no one wants to have the conversations and they don't appoint the right people in the right positions that are smart and charismatic to get this stuff done it's all you know i'm gonna i'm gonna put my entire family in political office or I'm going to put my friends in political office. You know, it's not, are these are the people that have never wronged me. They're going right. to be the secretary of, you know, energy. They're going to be the department of energy and blah, blah, blah. It's dumb. Right. But it's all complicated. Yeah, we should find, let's try to get uh, Michael Schnellenberger on this podcast and see if he can elaborate on Michael who? Michael Schnellberger. He's the dude that does the – he's the one that's doing all the podcasts. He's like the, the big nuclear guy. And oh, yeah, we should. He's doing the podcast. right? He's doing the circuit now for his – he has a book out there called like San Francisco or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard him on – yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard him. Well, yeah, yeah. but uh, you hit him up. You go to his Facebook page. You hit him up okay. for his Instagram. We'll see if we can get him on. I'm going to slide them DMs. You won't. Uh, we'll try. Yeah, we'll see if we'll get on. He'll probably say no or like, but hey, we'll just do it on uh, Anchor and yeah. you don't have to leave your house. We'll just talk for 45 minutes. Yeah, or are an you hour. saying we're not as big as Joe Rogan or Coleman Hughes or are you saying like we're not as big as these people? I am saying that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's pretty <laughs> accurate, but yeah, we could probably get Junior on here and maybe he could tell us about it. Maybe he could. Well, we'll get him up here soon. You know we'll- what? I'll just listen to the audiobook and then I'll just tell you what he says. There we go. Sounds good to me. So proxy <laughs> proxy guest. Well uh Junior's got a procedure tomorrow, but we'll we'll see if we can fit into his schedule after his uh his wife leaves town to go back um before she moves out here. Mm. Well, I mean he said we I didn't even think about hitting him up in the group chat when we were talking about it. I feel kinda bad, but I don't feel bad. <laughs> Because he said, he's like, oh, you guys are on there. 
we give we give them all this shit about not coming on here, and then the one time we don't <laughs> talk yeah, about the group. Can. Well, we'll schedule it through his uh, secretary after okay. this one. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, we'll we'll do we'll do another one, and then do the Sunday night one, the long one. Anything else you want to talk about? I know we were ta- before we kind of we we're getting off on the last one. We we're talking about talking about some of the screwy stuff going on in Ukraine or things that sound screwy or. Yeah, dude. I actually think I want to uh, do that at the end of the week. Okay. So some of these things that are happening right now, like you you'd mentioned um, the Marpole or like the theater, them blowing up the mall and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I want to I want to send you some stuff from uh, from Atlas News. Okay. They do a really good job of covering it, and then we can go down and go through a couple of different like Instagrams and be like, hey, because they're po- they're posting raw video okay. from either either like the Russian Defense Mil- the Ministry or from Ukraines, or from locals on the ground, um, or from, you know, the guerrilla warfare that's happening with the Ukraine, Ukrainians. Like, there was actually some interesting stuff. Yeah, um, I, saw, I saw a video today about uh, the Chechens that are fighting against the Russians. Dude, Chechens or something else, they're out there. They're out there, like, RPGing them. There's something else, dude. <laughs> this dude yeah, was standing. I, this dude, the whole, the whole video is a bunch of guys sitting on one side of a road. And they're like using the using the roads like it's kind of like a hill on each side, and mm-hmm. um, they're using it as cover. And this dude just goes up there like twice, stands at the very top of the road that's on the top, which is on top of the hill. He's just like lobbing RPG, like shooting off RPGs out, like standing in the middle of the road on top of the hill. Dude, those, they're wild, man. They're wild. <laughs> I Look. was I was waiting for the whole video. I was like, this dude's about to get crushed. Yeah, no, those dudes are they're wild. Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, we should. See about maybe uh, on Sunday, like starting early to have a long one to talk mm-hmm. about that, or we uh, like pick a better night where we can sit, like maybe try Saturday night and post it Sunday. Yeah. To where we can like talk about it for a while. We don't have to worry about work the next day. Yeah, I'm down for it. That, and that'd be a good one to get to get Junior on. I think he'd be a little yeah. bit more interested in that. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll get us all linked up in a. Well, you don't have Instagram. I will. I'll start sending that stuff into the. Uh, I'll copy the some of the news things from Atlas. They have an app too, um, and uh, put it in the chat so we okay. can chat about it. Um, we'll we'll call it Saturday. Sounds good. Yeah, man. I'll put it in my Outlook. Yeah, I'll I'll put it in uh, his Outlook as well. <laughs> All right. I mean. All right. Later, everybody. Take it easy, everybody. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to this episode of Poke the Bear Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Poke T Bear. Also, uh, Instagram at Poke underscore T underscore Bear. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Take it easy.